Hello, and welcome to The Marketing Moment, a podcast where we will explore the hottest topics in marketing, business growth, and career development. Catch the latest episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google, or Spotify. Thanks for tuning in. Here's your host, Avi Hine. Welcome to the first episode of Marketing Moment. This is the first of what I hope to be many podcast episodes where I discuss business strategy, marketing, management, and more. Don't miss an episode. This podcast is available on my website, avihine.com, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Click subscribe to make sure you don't miss a single show. Now, let's get started. Marketers are mistaken, and much of the marketing discourse is simply wrong. When you listen to what I'm about to say, you may think it is common sense, but think about how we are doing things. Many of us are doing marketing backwards. We are focused on tactics before we build our strategy. We are running forward without talking to our customers. Now, what I'm saying is not new, and in fact, I wrote about this over a decade ago. And I'm sure there are many others that are also saying the same thing, but we're still doing it. Then I wrote, we're defining the tactic, email, social media, trade shows, conferences, PR, and more without clear goals. 10 years later, it's still true. Now, anyone who has taken a basic marketing course in university or in business school already knows this. A good MBA teaches the strategic foundations needed to execute. In business school, we're taught business strategy and marketing. It's a specific course. Business strategy is one course. Marketing is another course. We are taught the foundations and the strategy before talking the tactics because tactics change all the time, but the strategy stays constant. We've also had exercises where we've had to build positioning. It's also laid out very clearly in Crossing the Chasm. The marketing classic that, in my mind, is required reading for any high-tech marketer. And, you know, you almost shouldn't hire a marketer who's never read Crossing the Chasm and, and the whole series. So, again, none of what I'm saying is new. This should not be groundbreaking. I should not need to say this. But does this mean that, you know, time to just shut off the podcast, time to go turn off, go, go watch something else? I should not need to say this, but I do, because marketers are still getting it wrong. But let's not talk about the negative. Let's solve this problem. What do we need to do? First, you, the marketer, along with support from the CMO and the CRO, the Chief Revenue Officer, need to focus on the company's main messaging and positioning. Messaging and positioning, isn't that where it always starts? Determine who your target audience is. Who are you selling to? Decide who uses your product. Decide how you solve their problems. Without that, you don't have a product. You need a specific person who has a specific problem in which you solve that their problem. You are the magic of their problem. No audience, no product. No problem, no product. Find the audience, find the problem, that goes together. Build messaging around that. Obviously, again, make sure that your product works and solves that. Create products around that. Determine your business KPIs. Yes, 
The end goal is usually pipeline and revenue, as well as then once the purchase takes place, renewals and, and customer, which, customer satisfaction. I know this is a subject that far too many marketers are uncomfortable with, but yes, we play the most important role in generating this and generating pipeline and generating revenue. Our job is revenue across the funnel from awareness to closure, from start to end, from brand awareness, sales messaging, and yes, demand generation and capture. Now, demand generation and capture is mid to late stage. So we are also, of course, responsible for the earlier stages, branding, but branding ultimately is not for the fun of it. Branding is for revenue. And then, only then, only once you decide what your messaging is, what your position is, who your audience is, who you're going after, then you decide what channels you want to be active in and apply the messaging to your different channels. You can't decide on your channel until you know who your audience is and determine what channels are there, where are they, who, where are they getting their messaging, where are they getting their information, and what kind of information do they need. Again, I said this, this isn't new, and it's true no matter what your role is. It's not a traditional offline or digital marketing divide. Companies are going to trade shows without defining what they want to get out of the trade show. We have to be at RSA. We have to be at InfoSec. We have to be at MWC. We have to be at whatever trade show because everybody else is, because our competitors don't do anything because your competitor is doing it. Now, do it because it fits your business goal. Now, your competitor might also be doing it because you guys share the same business goal. So you need to be in the same places because you're going after the same people. And that's fine. But don't do anything without first defining what you want to do. OKRs, objectives and key results. Is it pipeline, an opportunity to meet customers and learn more about the market? That's very important, listening to the customer and, and, and reaching out to the customer. People go to conferences, returning thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the red, uploading their CRM with so-called leads that never buy and they were never interested, but they wanted to win a raffle. The problem is the marketers are being incentivized to say, look how many leads we brought out. So what happens? You send an SDR out to go scan everybody. You have booth babes. God, I hope you don't have booth babes anymore. Please don't. Um, you know, you, you do some kind of really cool raffle, but people, they want the prize. They don't, they, they want the e-bike. They want the, they want whatever your cool prize is. They don't want your product. They don't really want to talk to you. And most importantly, it's not that they're not going to buy right now. They're not going to buy ever. They're not in that stage. So it's a waste. They're looking for, we have marketers. We're looking for email marketers. We're hiring for email marketers. When your email strategies to buy email addresses and to just, you know, blast a bunch of people, but what, but, but you're not looking and that means you're missing where the audience is. And then you wonder why no one is signing up for the newsletter. No one's registering for the webinar or all those registrants who bought for the webinar, none of them ever became opportunities. Well, because you're doing it wrong. You're doing it backwards. You're seeking people to create and manage LinkedIn pages or going on Twitter, TikTok, whatever the latest social media uh, phase is, whatever the, the latest trend is, before you even conduct a post analysis determining your social strategy. Post analysis today is not new. It's a methodology Forrester created, again, more than a decade ago to determine who's our people, the what who's our target audience what's our objective then where do they sit and what's and what kind of tactics but the tactic that's the team post that's the last thing not the first thing we're doing it backwards 
then they wonder why they haven't bought, don't see revenue attributed to social media, and oftentimes, in the case of social media, hiring entry level as well, but that's a different story. And then you wonder why it doesn't work. Marketers are putting their cart before the horse. They're running tactics without focusing on strategy. What should you do before you write the first piece of content, create your first Google ad, put up your first landing page, put up your first website, or decide what trade show to go to? You need to understand your market strategy. What problem are you trying to solve? Who has that problem? You need to define it. What job titles do they hold? What kind of companies? What industries? And what does the organizational chart look like? Who do they report to? Who needs to approve it? And that, by the way, isn't just their boss. It's not just if you're, I don't know, selling security to CISO. It might also be your finance department because your finance department can can needs to, can can stop a, a deal. So you need to make sure that you're making the justification to the finance department about why this is going to make money and why you need this over some alternative and within the audience that has that problem, that audience also has to be large enough and it has to be willing to pay to solve it. And it also has to be referable. That is one happy customer will lead to another. If your audience, for example, is not willing to pay to solve it. Earlier in my career, I sold developer tools. And the thing about developer tools is we have paid tools and we have free tools. And sometimes, you know, you're competing with the free tool and, and people want the free tool. Well, that's nice. That's a nice open source project. That's not a business. And you need to make sure that you are creating a problem that people are willing to pay. Then once we've determined all of that, and that's a lot of work, large companies, largely corporate companies might spend years figuring this out. Startups don't have that time, but this can be done in a, in a much more rapid, rapid uh, time, but this needs to be done. Work on the messaging, high level messaging, your positioning statement, and then messaging for each audience member. Again, like I mentioned, including those who need to approve the purchase. And the outlet, where do these people sit? Where do they get their information? What kind of information do they like? Then we determine which channels to invest in. Make sure you know what the KPIs are, are, what the KPIs are, so you've known if you've done a good job or a bad job, if you've succeeded or failure, you need to know how success and failure are being measured. Some of this is being done by team members. Make sure they understand the parts above them and the parts around them and how their part is part of the overall business strategy. Put down the silos. It's fine that everybody has their own part to play in this, but everybody needs to understand how it, they fit into the bigger picture and they need visibility into the entire picture. Otherwise, you have what they call in Hebrew, Rosh Katana, sort of a, a narrow-minded voice where they'll check the boxes that they've done their job but it doesn't actually serve the business strategy. Once you've done that, the rest will follow. But this is the starting point. Strategy before tactics. Strategy define tactics. There's a lot we could say about tactics. You, you understand it. And while I've been talking, I haven't said anything about tactics because that comes later. That comes after strategy. Strategy before tactics. Strategy defines tactics. All right. Thank you for listening to our first episode. Agree? Disagree? Have something to share? Is there a specific topic you want it covered in a future episode? That's great. Let me know. And I'd be happy 
to see what we can do. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Marketing Moment. Never miss an episode. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google, or Spotify.